Okay, so um, hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Um, we will buy quality microphones. Just bear with us, okay? Just bear with us, please. <laughs> we're literally just holding some. Yeah, we're literally <laughs> holding a freaking Apple earpiece. Today's case is going to be about the McDonald's missing boys. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, McDonald's missing boys is about these two boys named K Chin An and To Hong Hua. Mm-hmm. These two boys were in Owen Primary School, mm-hmm. and they went missing at, on 14 May 1986. So let's go like boy by boy, okay? So okay, sure. K Chin An um woke up in the morning, you know, at about 11 a.m. He's getting ready for school. His mom gave gives him 70 cents as normal every day. His mom does this routine, okay? Gives him his 70 cents. Walks down the corridor with him. He gets onto his school van and he comes uh-huh. to school. Okay, seems yeah, seems pretty normal. And then he gets onto his van, he drops off in school, literally at the school gate, okay? Like, how okay. safe is that, right? Yeah. So he gives his bag to his friend, Piwe, and he runs across um, from school. There's shops there, okay? Yeah. So he runs across. This is super normal, okay? This is what he does every single day. Piwe says this is so normal. Piwe takes the bag and goes into school, and he sits at the tuck shop and waits for... Um, Chin An to come back. So Hong Huat and Chin An, they're best friends, okay? Hong Huat lives literally 500 meters from school ground. And Chin An went to his house and grabs um, Hong Huat to school. Okay, this is a bit abnormal because usually Hong Huat walks to school with his mom every single day and his mom um, brings him home from school every single day. Yes, the mom is a little overprotective, but I'll explain to you exactly why in a while, okay? So, um, Hong Huat rushes out of his house. His mom's like, wait for me, boy. But he's like, no, my friend Chin An's here, mama. I gotta go, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he rushes out and his mom's like, wait, what? Because it's such a norm for them to walk to school together, right? Yeah. So, um, but you know, obviously the mom knows Chin An, so um, she just lets it, she just brushes it off. So the two boys walk to school they're walking to school but they never make it to school oh god no one has seen them the last person to see them was Wei, who took the bag from chin an well 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 and the last person to see hong huat was his mom as he was running out the door to meet his friend and go to school so these two boys have not been found till today oh. they were missing on 14 may 1986 at 12.30pm. Shoot. Yeah. Well. So, let's go through. Um, as soon as, you know, Piwei found out that, you know, hey, Chin An's not coming back. So, he went to alert the teachers, the principals, and the teachers called um, the parents immediately. And the parents were like, oh my god, like, what the hell? This is so freaking unusual. They were like, they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They just sat in school grounds and waited for the boys to come back. But the boys never came back. And at night that day, the parents actually immediately filed a police report. Yeah. And the police started investigating. So this is a neighborhood police first, right? Yeah. They interviewed the parents, they interviewed the school, they interviewed the students, they interviewed Peeway, they interviewed um, all the shopkeepers and all the neighbors around. And they all said that they didn't see the boys. Oh shoot! So Which today, is like, how how it's broad daylight, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm sure they are P six. They should be smart enough to know. Yeah, not to go around yeah. getting. And these boys, what the teacher said is that they're generally very well behaved boys. You know, they don't do things like this. Yeah. Yeah. So the police top suspect is that these boys ran away from home. Uh huh. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be linked to like P6 stress. Yeah, so one of the police suspects are also that, you know, exams are around the corner, so they're stressed, they ran away from home, you know, because of this. Yeah. Tohunghwa's mom was actually like, that's impossible, you know, he's such a good student. He actually got top in class for math, so why would a student like that run away because of exams? If you uh-huh. know that you are top in something, if you know that you're not going to do that badly... I guess that could still bring in more stress. You have a reputation to hold up. Yeah, but... And especially Ching... Ching An's... Chin An's parents is like, no, everything's so good. We're so happy. If you wanted to run away, obviously, like, you know, it's because of a bad situation at home or a yeah, bad situation, yeah. but they're all so happy. Happy-go-lucky kids, you know? That's yeah. no reason for them to run away at all. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the parents strongly believed against the fact that they ran away yeah. and so the police just like gave it a few days and after the exam period they hoped that the boys would return but the boys didn't return Shoot, they all gave this time this, wasted yeah, so they gave this case over to the CID CID basically means um, crime investigation department mm-hmm. yeah so you know the parents did everything that they could they um, went on news channels and they made interviews and they spoke to the reporters and they were literally asking for help from everyone actually they're really poor family so they uh-huh. put together all of their money like any money that they could they put it all together and they um, made a reward with the phone uh-huh. number so they made a poster with a reward this, so, um, this is where it became a McDonald's case because McDonald's stepped in they saw this and they gave um, a $100,000 reward Damn. for the, any information or for any help of finding the missing boys and this really freaking helped so much yeah. because the police immediately started getting calls uh-huh. so the first call that um, CID got was actually from from a, a man he said that he spotted two boys um, wearing white shirt and blue pants which is their school uniform uh-huh. and they were with two men around their 40s and yeah. they are at Pulau Ubin Island so Pulau Ubin Island is basically an island in North Singapore it's so, just a small island yeah. there's a population there too so yeah so the police CID immediately went over they, they literally like bolted over with a big team they split the team to comb the entire Pulau Ubin Island they sectioned out the island they really took this like Seriously, um, call seriously yeah. though because sometimes you're very skeptical about the call especially with this Pula Ubin call the caller didn't give a name uh-huh. the caller was like you don't need to know my name just get here the kids are here I see them you know yeah. so instead of being skeptical they really went full force in they combed the island and they could not find the boys unfortunately but you know the CID were very hopeful because as long as people are calling and saying that they saw the boys it means the boys are still alive you know Yeah. it means the boys are still alive which is a good thing so then came second caller, this guy. So um, I think there's this um, interchange. It was called the Joho Bar, uh, Singapore Joho Bus Station. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a, like a bus um, facility for buses to go from Singapore to Joho and Joho to Singapore. Yeah. So a caller called and said that he saw the boys, two boys, one wearing, uh, both of them wearing, you know, the uniform with two men in their 40s. So it's the same thing again. It's the same thing again about to board a bus in the yeah. bus station. So I guess, um, again, the police, they didn't, you know, hesitate. They immediately bolted and they tried to find. But unfortunately, they couldn't find them. This is a bit tricky because, you know, they're they're entering another country now. Yeah. You know, so it's a bit like, 
It's a bit more trickier. How did they enter our next country though? Yeah, they don't have the kids' passports. And then, even if they did, I feel like back then, you know, yeah, it's different. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, the parents didn't give up hope. Okay, they they um, apart from the police doing their job, the parents were actually still finding they were looking high and low everywhere in Singapore. They were they were still searching for the boys and hope, mm-hmm. and they also went to Chinese temples to visit um, priests. I guess um they call them mediums, um, and so they visited mediums and they got for like um advices. Yeah. And like predictions, I guess you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the neighbors of the parents actually followed them, you know, as mm-hmm. like support and stuff. And so, um, I saw an interview where one of the neighbors was actually saying that, um, you know, they went to a medium, and the medium told them to go to a beach and ask an old man for where their sons are, and the old man will tell them. Okay. Yeah. Did they do that? Yeah, they did that. Okay. They did it, and there was no old man on the beach. I mean. I think it's no. It's <laughs> so freaking sad that they have so much of hope. Yeah. They believe in it, and then they travel. And you know, like I bet when they are traveling, right? They are just like so All the hopeful. Emotions. Yeah, I yeah. can't imagine the emotion. You know, like I just felt quite bad. And another um, Chin An's dad was actually telling in an interview that one of the medium told him that the son will come home in a few days. Just go home. Oh, but okay. obviously, I mean, he never came home till this day. So I yeah. thought that that was really sad. Like. Uh, I don't know. It's just so like I don't know. I I don't know how I would feel. Yeah. But I just know it's not a nice feeling. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So just the thing really that yeah. there's just one day that the mom didn't follow and boom, the kids are gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, this is where things get really crazy. Okay. A few months after, in September that same year, both the parents got a call. Okay. Chin An's father picked up the phone. He heard what the caller had to say. Mm-hmm. He dropped the phone. His limbs, his limbs went freaking jelly. Okay, he yeah. fell to the floor. He got a stroke, and he was admitted to the hospital for two weeks. Oh God! What do you think oh, the phone call dear, was? Dear. Is it? Could it be <coughs> one of the perpetrators calling, saying something like? So the mom. So Hong Huat's mom got the same phone call from the same person. Maybe you know. You never know. You never okay. know. So, called and the call basically said that your son and his friend have been killed for a ritual killing. Stop looking for them, and hung up the phone. Well, damn. Oh, <laughs> oh God. my freaking God. You know. The thing that they were so close. The thing that there were sightings that matched up. No, I think the fact that. I at first it's like really an unknown. You don't know what could it be, but the minute someone called, that's when you know. Shit, this is an abduction, you know. Yeah. And I think like reading through the story, it was okay. But the minute I got to this part, I got chills, man. Like yeah. to be a parent and to get a call like that. Saying that your child was sacrificed for drop. a ritual. Yeah, my yeah. heart would drop. Okay, so let's go to the um, theories. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned um, that their bodies are never found, though. I mean, because the boys are, might still be alive. Oh. Yeah, so the call... I mean, it it might not even be real. So here's what, right? An investigator ruled out ritual killings as a possible theory because ritual killings never happen as one or two. It's always continuous. It's always going to keep happening. Yeah. So the fact that it ended with two boys, it's not very ritualistic, you know? Yeah. So that's why ritual killing is ruled out. Okay. Yeah. Could it be a case of a cover-up? That they said stop looking for a case. It's just yeah. a ritual killing. Yeah, maybe. 
So another um, theory is you remember how the police said like oh maybe they were runaways. Yeah. This got ruled away because if it was a runaway, why did Chin An give his backpack to his friend? He would have kept his backpack if it's a runaway, right? That's true. He That's wouldn't want to be like running without any items, right? Yeah. Yeah, and also. Um, but it could have been a case of him to get more time for the both of them. If he gave his back to his friend, mm-hmm. his friend would only be like suspicious that he did not but come back. But here's another thing: Tohong Huat has a big piggy bank, a heavy piggy bank full of coins. He uh-huh. didn't take it. He didn't take any of the money. Okay, so he wouldn't have run away. If he like, ran who away, runs away without money? Yeah, exactly. And also, Chin An got 70 cents that day. If yeah. he wanted to run away, how easy is it to like, just mom, can you give me more money? I want to buy this item today. You know? Yeah. It's, he didn't do that. He just got 70 cents. Yeah, there's no way they could. Yeah, so that was obviously ruled off because everything is by the norm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and another um, possible theory is them being kidnapped. But yeah. you have to understand that it was a broad daylight at 12.30pm in front of a school where there's other school students walking into school. Yeah. Opposite, there's shops. Yeah. Like, how can it be a broad daylight kidnapping? Like, it's impossible because the boys would have struggled. Yeah. Two boys would have struggled. Definitely. They they're 12. They're, yeah. yeah, they're 12. They're, they're primary 12. six. They yeah. know what they're doing. So that's why it was ruled off with the struggle. It would have atta- uh, attracted some attention. It cannot be a kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ruled off. And so um, here's another um, theory. It's a bit sad because um, this theory is that they have been um, abducted to Thailand. Yeah. And their arms and legs and tongues are cut off and they are begging and you know all the money that they beg they give it to like the abductors yeah yeah so that could be a possible scenario the reason why this um is a theory is because there's actually a businessman from singapore who's in thailand and he saw a boy that resembles chin an you know oh. he was wearing a you know white shirt yeah but he were his arms and legs and tongues were cut off but he was very well groomed like he looked uh-huh. groomed like a beggar doesn't look groomed right yeah so it's definitely working for someone yeah that means someone is taking care of them showering them feeding them right yeah so then the investigators from singapore they actually went to thailand to speak to some of the police there and the police said that why would um the you know gangsters in thailand come to another country kidnap when we have so many uh you know people that can uh be how do i say this like um, there's why more victims in Thailand? Yeah, like then why would he they said, go so far? Yeah, he said that there's plenty of people um, in Thailand for them to use as yeah. beggars. Why would they come all the way there to get two boys? And that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Why these two boys? And now we come to the most logical theory, okay? So yeah. remember how I was saying earlier that To Hong Huat's mom is very overprotective and yeah. she always walks... Hong Huat to school and back home oh, every yeah. single day. Yeah. Is there Why a reason? She, yes, there is a reason. So, To Hong Huat's mom and dad got into a fight. Like, this is years before, um, you know, his disappearance. Yeah. So, why did they get into the fight? Because um, they actually owned a few buses and that's how they were getting their revenue, you know, by, you know, renting these buses out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, that's how they get um, money. Yeah. Um, so one day the dad just sold off the buses and did Why? not consult the wife at all because he needed money. 
He okay. didn't he didn't consult the wife at all. And yeah. the wife got super freaking angry, yelled at him and be like, "Why would you do that? That's my business. That's my money." She went to the court and you know, she freaking made sure that he paid her back for the buses. Yeah. And she also separated from him yeah. because of this incident and he 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 could not see his son anymore, but he went to school. Yeah. He used to be before Owen school. This was before Owen primary school. So he was mm-hmm. in another school before Owen primary school. So in that school, um, the dad would constantly take the son out of class to go and spend time with him. Eventually, oh, the teachers were yeah. like, "Okay, this is way too disruptive for his education." Yeah. So the teacher went to tell, um. To Hong Huat's mom And the mom was like What? I did not know that this was happening Like what the hell? You know yeah. Red flags I mean that's so creepy And you know um, That's so like Yeah um, And the fact that the son Didn't tell the mom I feel like it's cause The dad told the son Not to tell the mom Oh maybe you the son so? actually liked him I don't know Maybe he did actually yeah. miss him I mean come on He's the kid It's yeah. his dad So the mom actually um, uh, Took the son out from the school and put him in Owen Primary School. Yeah. And also changed houses so that um, the dad has absolutely no contact, no way to find him. Yeah. And this is why the mom walks him to school and to home every single day. So in fear Because of she's the so dad. freaking scared of the dad coming. And even the principal of this school yeah. noticed, you know. But no choice. One day she had to ring him up because um, he needs to do his IC. I guess back then they do their IC uh, a bit younger, I guess. I'm not really sure. But okay. he needs to do his IC identification card. Yeah. And so she called him. Yeah. And so I think um, the son actually ended up uh, meeting the dad to do this. And mm. the son actually told him where he lives. His new address that his mom was trying so hard to protect. Damn. And so, so one day the boy did not come home till really late. This was just a few... Um, a few days actually before the missing, before them going missing. Oh God! Okay, yeah. So. so he was actually missing till like ten p.m. The mom was frantic, running around saying, "Have you seen my son?" And then Tohong Hwan comes home with the dad, and the mom's like, "How could you tell him where we live?" And the dad's like, "He's my son too, you know. Like you can't be hiding him from me." Yeah. Yeah, so that was crazy. The mom, that's when the mom began to worry, man. She was like, oh my god, like, I can already imagine, you know, she's so scared of this one guy. She literally ran away, new identity, kind of, and now he's back. So she must already be feeling scared. Yeah. She must already be feeling like, oh, something bad's gonna happen because of this. Mm -hmm. And so one of the biggest suspects is him, Tohu Don, the dad of Tohu. What? Actually, um, abducted them so that he could spend more time with the son so that he could have yeah. the son for himself yeah. and it just so happened that Kitchen An was there so he was like why not just come <laughs> because then you know Kitchen An would like be a witness sort yeah, of yeah then yeah they, it'll be easier for them to track right but here's the thing right um To Hong Hwat's mom is not actually his biological mom. His biological mom is someone called Sam Sui, who was an affair that To Hong Hwat's dad had. And Sam Sui gave birth to To Hong Hwat, but didn't want him. So that's when um, his mom, the one that he's been living with, actually adopted him. And she faked a birth cert, an illegal birth cert, to show that she was his mom. 
Yeah. She really loved him. I mean, she's taking so good yeah, care of him, right? Yeah, she is, definitely. Samsui didn't want him. So, Tong Hong Hoon's biological dad actually went to find Samsui. Yeah. Um, a few months, you know, before. Yeah. And said that, hey, why don't you take your son back? And she's like, why the hell would I take my son back? I gave it to your wife because I don't want him. Like, what's wrong with you, you know? Yeah. And he's like, fine, if you don't want him, I will find a way to get him away from that woman he said that to Samsui Samsui said this to the police damn so this was why he was one of the top suspects the police took him into custody and had him for 48 hours in interrogating him but unfortunately they had to let him go because there was just insufficient evidence you know he kept saying you know that there just wasn't sufficient evidence to keep him or to convict him Uh yeah well, yeah, and you know the the strangest thing is actually To Hong Hwat's dad actually went to his um adopted mom yeah and said stop talking to the police whoever's he's fine he should be fine he'll be fine uh-huh. and then when well, the mom was like how how do you know how do you know are you sure you have nothing to do with this yeah yeah that's so sus right that's very suspicious yeah oh god I don't know do you think it's a dad. Until now, they can't find him. You know, you know what's the saddest part of this story? What? Um, aunt's dad. Yeah. Still has up to t- today. Mm-hmm. Still has a photo of both the boys in his wallet, and oh. he'll look at them and he'll hope that they're still alive and they'll come back one day. And he hopes that someone will help him find his kids. To this day, he yeah. still hopes that they'll yeah. return. I'm not sure if he's alive, but I saw an um an interview he did a few years ago saying yeah. this. Yeah, I think the interview was like like around 2016 maybe. Yeah, that's only four years back. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's just so freaking sad. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Who do you think it is? What do you think it is? I honestly think it's the dad. I feel like it's really tragic that. I mean, obviously we don't know him, so we mm-hmm. can't say much, but yeah. I feel like he did really love his son. Yeah. And the fact that he wasn't allowed to spend any time with him, maybe that riled up his emotions to the yeah. point where, you know, he... But, but I mean, I don't think it's the dad, because I feel like if it's the dad, the police would have followed him, kept an eye on him, checked him out, you know? True, true. But the police really had no evidence that it was him. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if he did take the, the son, then the police would have caught them together, right? True, true. Yeah. I also feel like maybe the dad wasn't, like, fully involved. Like, he had... I feel like he definitely had a part to it. Because if not, mm-hmm. how did the kids disappear without a struggle in broad daylight? Right. I feel like that's the biggest thing. And if they mm-hmm. were seen with a man in his 40s, that sounds like his dad... Two, two men. men though, yeah, two men. So maybe he was involved with something bigger. I don't know. I feel like they were. I really don't know, man. I really don't know. Yeah. So I hope that you know wherever the boys are, they are safe. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for the McDonald's missing boys case. That was a super intense case. Yeah. <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed. Um. Stay tuned. We'll be out with another podcast soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>